addicted. It went number one on the Canadian Indie Country Hot 100, which is how I found him. I was looking through, had our other guest, uh, Ian Krochak, made that list. And then I was looking through and had heard this song and it was really good. It's not even your most popular song on Spotify, but this one was probably my most favorite one that I listened to from your stuff. So that's, yeah, that's really awesome. I, I, I looked that song up just before I came out here and I, and I, I gotta say, I really like it. Really like it. So that that's, you know, it's a a nice rocking tune that I just, it's, I just love to jam out to it, man. That's, that's great. Good work. It sounds like a true, you know, nineties, eighties country song type vibe. I like it. And that's, that's what my sound is. If you listen, go back and listen to the first record, um, 11 song record called Welcome to My World. You can get it on Spotify. A lot of it is like I, I did a duet on it with George Jones' daughter. So it really is based around that 90s sound. And, uh, you know, with, with people like Luke Combs and, and John Party and all them guys coming out, you know, it's it's really making that, that comeback, that sound. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and I don't do it purposely, you know, that's just how I've always written and, and, and the songs that I've always tried to sing. And, uh, you know, people are digging it, so we're just going to keep doing it as, as much as we can. Oh, yeah. And I definitely think that there is a market for this kind of song. Like, as you said, you know, with Luke Combs, John Party, you know, people are digging that, you know, sort of new traditionalist vibes Absolutely. from country music. Because I think, like, and I've said this multiple times on the show, you know, country music does evolve, but as it evolves and as it changes, I think one of the beautiful things is that you get these artists that are kind of like, you know, crossovers and flashbacks to, you know, what you, what you love, you know, the prime country era, that eighties, nineties sort of vibe. And that's just that people dig it. I mean, Hey, that's, that's definitely a real good market. And that's the thing about music. It's under such a big umbrella. Like, you know, I, I, I don't get me wrong. Lou Bryan and, and, uh, and, uh, all that that type of stuff. The Jason Aldeans is all great, but then you can switch over and listen to someone like Luke Holmes. And, and it's funny because they did a uh, when when they redid Brand New Man with Brooks and Dunn, uh, or when Luke Holmes did Brand New Man with Brooks and Dunn. I had people, you know, we did that song in our show. Whenever we were on the road, one of the covers we did was Brand New Man, and and uh, I'd have younger people at the show come up to me, you know, 20, 21 years old, saying. Luke Combs, did you hear him sing that? Like, that's a great song, right? And I'm like, well, why don't you go back another 15, 18 years and listen to Brooks and Dunn do it first and, and yeah. make that And then they go, oh, wow, you know, and, and it opens up a whole new fan base for that type of music. Yeah, that's probably my favorite song off their new album. I think Luke yeah. Combs, I think there's a few songs that Luke Combs could perform very well from, from their music. Uh, Ain't Nothing About You, you know, because he's, he's such a powerful vocalist a lot like ronnie dunn is it works very well yeah yeah oh, well ronnie dunn in my opinion is one of the best vocalists that ever lived you know yeah he he's got such like a soulful but powerful voice it it's very good yeah and distinct when you know who you're listening to whenever he starts singing yeah so that is Corey gallant with easily addicted Check them out on Spotify, uh, YouTube. You're on. Are you on YouTube? Yeah, uh, just under 
under Corey Glenn Music or Corey Glenn. We have a YouTube page and also uh, the website and the Facebook and Instagram. You know, we, we're running lots of live live music on there, uh, streaming live music and contests and giveaways. So um, just www.coreyglantmusic.com or Corey Glenn Music on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find us there. And we're actually uh, coming up very soon. I'm going to be announcing the date, but we're doing a live stream. We've been doing a live stream session out of uh, the decades. So we've gone from the uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s up to date and people just request songs. They inbox me and, and, and I sing them for them. And uh, we're, we're doing one more in the 70s. So we're going back to the old days. So, uh, you know, that's going to be coming up. So if anyone is into that Waylon, which I mean, you know, I'm a big Waylon Jennings fan and, uh, all that, all that outlaw music, you know, you might want to tune in and check it out as well. Oh, yeah. Back to Ooh. the basics of love. Uh, <laughs> in Texas with I, I, and the boys. Took a great with his grandson, Way, in Portland, Oregon last year. Uh, oh. was, was was a, a very unique experience for me that I'll never forget. You know, and I, I he told me stories about Waylon. I got up and sang with him, you know, did a couple of Waylon tunes and, and, um, and his band is David Allen Coe's band. And, you know, just the, the history, you know, we sat up with them after the show and they told us stories about, you know, going to Willie Nelson's barbecue and, and all the crazy stuff that, some of the crazy stuff that, that went on, right? So it was very, very cool to be part of that. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been listening to more of that kind of stuff. Dave, David Allen Coe, I listened to a lot of his music recently. Uh, hadn't really yeah. listened to him a lot before that, but yeah, o- older country artists I'm starting to listen to a little bit more. So much, there's so much, you know. If, when you, when you really get into it, I mean, if you want to get into like not only Waylon and Willie and the Highwaymen and George Jones and Merle Haggard, but get into people like Gene Watson and, and listen, really listen to their music. It's if if you're if you like to pick apart songs and if you're a storyteller, if you're a, a songwriter. Um, you listen to some of their stuff and it's, you know, you sit back and say, damn, that's, that's where country music started really. Mm. Oh yeah. I'd agree with that. I think, you know, sixties, seventies, that sort of era, that's the formative decade right there. That's the, you know, the roadhouse grand old Opry sort of stuff that. Yeah. And, and you see like their music still is played on the, you know, people still dig that music. Oh we, yeah. We, we do Waylon stuff like uh, Good Hearted Woman. We do that live and, and Ain't Living Long Like This. Mm-hmm. We even throw in the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah. It's just a good old boy. Crazy old that stuff. So, and, which is great to see. You know, I'm right. I, I love playing it. So it's always fun. Yeah. Cool. Now, now, I have a question about your uh, your website. Uh, it, sa- it says you got uh, tour dates up there too. Are you planning on going any, like, you know, resuming anytime soon? Like how is Canada like doing that? I'm curious. Uh, well, my manager's from, from, uh, from uh, Seattle, right? From oh. Bellingham. And uh, she takes care of all that. Now we did have, I've had to cancel 37 shows. Uh, right. So between the U S and out West and uh, the, the music works and, so um, those might have been up there, but they should say canceled because of COVID. I don't know if she put that, I hope. But it really is up in the air. We have a show coming up. Uh, it's a drive-in type thing. So it's a, it's an area that holds 300 vehicles. And, and we're going to 
play and it just speeds in through the FM radio, almost like a driving. And that really is what the majority of artists are trying to do right now is either social media, uh, go live on, on Facebook and do shows like that or uh, do the drive-in thing, which is they're trying to, they're trying to make that a goal here as well. So yeah, I want them to see how it goes, but it really is tough. You know, I think canceling the tours uh, early on here, which I hate to do it, you know, you can't plan nothing, right? Because as quick mm -hmm. as well as we're doing here, you know, all it takes is one week to say, you know, we got 50 new cases and then we're right back to lockdown again. So we can't really plan yeah. nothing. And, and when you have people on your payroll, like I have musicians, I have staff, hey, it's, you know, we, we just can't take that, that, uh, that risk. Oh, yeah. So, I get that. That's so, oh, it's, it's rough. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that because, um, I, another thing I've seen a lot of uh, artists uh, doing nowadays, I mean, I have a Sirius XM subscription. So I like, you know, I get all these individual different radio channels and I've been listening to like Y2 Country and the Highway, the Roadhouse stuff. And they're having a lot of guest artists do live concerts on the radio. And it's, it's just, that, that's, a, that's a very interesting way. They're either, they're either writing music from home. Luke Combs has been doing a lot of that. But um, specifically, but a lot of artists are doing radio concerts, like, you know, like you said, internet and stuff, any way they can get out there pretty much. Yeah. And it's great that people are brainstorming ways to, to be original, right? Uh, oh yeah. You know, serious, serious for doing that. And, and uh, for the promoters, you know, worldwide really that are, that are getting these driving shows going and, and making the best of a shitty situation oh, yeah. really. But no, it's, I never thought I'd see it, and, and I don't I don't believe anyone else did either. Where you know it, it it just doesn't affect the country; it's affecting the world, and just totally stopping the world. It's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm a I'm a EMT today right now, so I do that full time. So you know we're right in the front lines of fighting this thing too. So um, it's, thank you. It's just. Thank you very much. That's, I just want to say that first and foremost, all the frontline guys out there, that's just, that's so noble. So like, you know, uh. yeah, you know, it, it, it is, we don't really try not to think about it because we all have families, right? But, um, you know, we, we, I went to school to, to do this job and didn't think that, you know, in the back of your mind, something like this could happen, but never thought it'd be a reality. Right. So, oh, yeah. You know, part, I think most uh, central services, they, they have good setups in place for their staff that, you know, keep them relatively safe. And again, we're not, we're not slammed with, with thousands and thousands of cases. So it is different for us. We're not, we're not quite in that line of fire as maybe like, you know, a Toronto or a Vancouver or, or, um, you know, some of the bigger cities in the, in the U S that are, you know, getting hit really hard. So I guess just before we go a little bit about, just your take on some country music. So Luke Combs, is that, what'd you say, Luke Combs or John Party? Who do you think, or someone else, who do you think's your favorite country artist right now? Uh, Canadian guy, I'd have to go with a guy named Dean Brody. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Dean, but he's a great songwriter, and, and I'm working with, with his guitar player on um, the next record. His guitar player is a producer here in Canada. And has won, like, he is the guy, right, for, for Canadian country music. So 
um, working with them. And um, I think right now, like, yeah, Luke Combs, it, he's right up there. But, but someone I've been listening to a lot of is the Justin Moore. Oh, yeah. He's got some great stuff. That new song, gotta, hit, yeah, we drink. No, mm-hmm. that, that's a great song, and and I really like his his image and, and his sound. It's it's uh, it's country music, and John Party too. I mean, I mean, he he had a number one hit with Heartache Medication, and and they said that was the first time in I believe I don't remember how many exact years, but a song went number one with Twin Fiddles in it. So that goes to show right there, you know, that that sound's coming back because you never used to hear that, right? I love that song, Heartache Medication. Yeah. Heartache on the Dance Floor Heartache on the dance is very floor, yeah. good as well. And then Heartache right. Medication is even more uh, traditional country sounding. But yeah, yeah I've, I've gotten extremely into John Party the past, like very yeah. recently, the past like two weeks. I yeah. had been listening to him a little bit. I kind of glanced over him being on the Brooks and Dunn new album. But yeah, I think it was when I heard it might have been heartache medication. I was like, wow, this guy is like really good. Started listening yeah. to like all of his stuff. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No. And he he was actually here in PEI. We have a big uh we have a big festival here. Uh, it's a beach festival and you know, last year Luke Bryan was here and, and we've had and um came and Keith Irvin, Brad Paisley, all Tim McGraw, all the big ones, right? So uh, Oh yeah. But he was here last year and he was one of my favorites. Uh you know, he's just got that that country sound, and 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 I'm sitting there saying, you know, as good as Luke Bryan is, or or uh, you know, Big and Rich was here, but that 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 hard um, crossover type music, uh, Big and Rich, you know, just to sit back and listen to John Party play and, and hear them fiddles and steel guitar it was just, yeah, I was in my element for sure. Hmm. That sounds, it sounds more real, you know, it sounds more like something different. You know, I hate having this country music now sound like the same as like all these other things, you know, it's like. The electronic stuff, that synthesized (laughs) vibe there. The the snap, uh, what's it called? The The snap snap machines. and The snap beat. I don't like that stuff. It's not. Don't like it either. No, it's an excuse because they don't have a drummer in the back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Know, a lot of people make fun of Luke, of Luke Bryan stuff, but if you listen to his records and listen to the stuff that isn't on the radio, it's really good. No, his his old stuff is unbelievable. The stuff that he he wrote way back in the day when he first became popular, like that's his sound. I honestly think that you know some of these people or these artists are just facing pressure. Like even Jason Aldean, his old stuff is unreal. It's yeah. just I, I feel like. There's a lot of pressure nowadays from these big music labels to to you know to kind of homogenize the sound because they want it to sound like pop music because they understand oh people are digging pop music that's what's being played on a regular radio station and like if they want to get their plays on regular radio stations not just country music radio stations I think it's it's tough for some people. It is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Aldine is you know he's uh, like you say his older stuff was better. I find he's very, very heavy now, but I hear that he puts on a hell of a show. You know, I've never seen him live. Oh, he does. I, but, uh, I've seen him in concert. That's a, that's a great show. That's a great show. Yeah, I'm not a big Chesney fan, but, you know, one of the best stage shows I've heard. Uh, mm. you know. um, George Street's my idol. You know, uh, that's that's who, who I grew up really 
listening to it. And Tim McGraw, uh, that was my first concert I seen was Tim McGraw back when I Like It, I Love It first came out. And uh, I was standing there in the arena watching him play this with 20,000 people screaming. I was 16 years old, and I'm standing there going, man, I can, I can handle doing this, right? So, but, oh, yeah. Uh, that really started, started, got the fire started in me. To, and, and I actually worked as a Tim McGraw tribute artist for seven years. Uh, we traveled all over the world doing that, so... No. play yeah oh that's awesome yeah and tim mcgraw he he's got some good I, stuff. I respect him he's he's very good uh, he's george Strait, obviously he's i think george Strait actually holds the record for most number one hits for any genre i believe it's something crazy amount that's unbelievable yeah, he has 61 number ones which doesn't even seem possible now well i don't think it's possible it's not possible now it's like multiple albums. That's like, you know, that's yeah. like six albums of number one hits. Yeah. That's more than exactly. like most bands have of albums. Good. Even we're in bands. a, we're in an era where it's like a singles market. It's no longer about the, the, the LPs anymore. So it's kind of hard for people to do that. It is. You know? it is turnover. It, you know, it's not, it is different times and, and, and it will never be repeated. I, I don't believe no one will ever have 61 number one. Oh, no, not at all. No. But I'm still into records. You know, I, I, I could go. We thought about doing the EP route, but, um, you know, the second second record we're going in to do, we're doing a full-length record again. That's good. And, you know, that, that's how I do it. Um, so, you know, it, I guess it just depends what your, your purpose is. And it's not so much that, you know, yeah, I'd love to get a number one song on the radio, but when I have a full record and I can go out on the road and play the whole record and sell the whole record where people can sit and listen to it from start to finish. Um, that's more gratifying to me than just being yeah. my person myself. Yeah. I, I feel like in, in today's day and age, it's more satisfying to, to have like, you know, that LP to have, you know, enough content, you know, you headline your own show. It's not like, Oh, you only have an EP's worth of material. Then you get out there and you're just an open. You're just an opener for the guy who's got all the, the other stuff. And and you're you're playing. You know, you're doing a set of three. Your three songs plus seven original or seven covers, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, thanks for coming on here, Corey. Uh, okay. Thanks for coming great. on, though. Yeah. Thank you, Corey. Have a good time, See you later. Thank you. See you.